Co-op Mode. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. I'm Todd Oxtra, joined by Mark the Canardian. Carabin, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. So, folks, uh, this is going to be a little bit out of order. Uh, you're going to get this episode before you get the one we previously recorded that will be going out in the 19th, which is kind of crazy. But there's a reason for that. We wanted to get the PlayStation uh, event covered for you. Happened yesterday, and we're recording mm-hmm. this morning. We'll actually go out to everyone later today, which will be great. We don't really always get to do be you know right on time to discuss yeah. things. Nice. <laughs> yeah, the every the every two week uh, schedule, a lot of time where we're picking and choosing behind the scenes. You know what uh, what to do, what to focus on, what to drop, what's unimportant. Uh, you know, it, and it a lot of time it'll happen. We'll record on the weekend and then Monday morning, some big bombshell will drop. But by the time we record two weekends later, that bombshell is kind of a a whimpering dust cloud at that point. And we, we kind of skip over things. So it's kind of nice while things are fresh in our minds to be able to discuss a big event. And, uh, since this is coming before, (laughs) before the last episode, um, you'll hear all about like, my my baby story and bringing Finn home um, later, but this was uh, also baby's first uh, console reveal because uh, I, I watched it with him, kind of in my arms and and chilling with me for for the most part. He, I ended up uh, pausing it and putting him to bed and stuff. But uh, yeah, baby's first console reveal, and it wasn't because 5. he was bored. Let's put it this way: no. it was just long. No, it was long. <laughs> uh, I did not get a chance to watch this live. I watched the start of it live and then had to uh, to teach a, an online course and get supper ready and all that, you know, adult stuff that uh, gets in the way of fun console reveals. So I did watch this later at night. And uh, yeah, like I said, he watched the first part of it with me and then I kind of finished it. So, um, yeah, fun, though. Let's uh, well, let's get right into it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get to watch live either. I was it was it was at 3 p.m. Central, so I was in the middle of work, so I couldn't get to it. Then, uh, as soon as I could, I put it on. Uh, this conference—it wasn't even a conference. It, you call it almost like a pre-recorded um, E3 presentation—is exactly what this was. I would say um, it ha- essentially was exactly what we would have probably seen anyways with Sony um, and everybody going digital these days. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very professional. And it didn't seem like if you if you had shown this another year, you would have not have guessed it. This was a covid um, constrained mm-hmm. uh, type of presentation in my in my in my two cents. Yeah, the, the only really thing that you could see. And I mean, like you said, in another year, this would have just felt like they reached out to a lot of developers. But when right before the console revealed, they they did a lot of developers saying, welcome to PlayStation 5 or whatever, and uh, giving their little like, we're excited, we can't wait, we're pumped and jazzed and uh, yippee-ki-yay, whatever. Uh, so those things were, some of them were very obviously filmed with like a selfie camera kind of thing. Others looked a little bit better. You think, you know, the person might have a little bit of a setup for video conferencing or podcasting or something like that. So they had some better gear, but, uh, like I said, that could have been in any other year than them just reaching out to developers and developers sending in these videos and it would have been at a place. But now you say, Oh yeah, well, you know, they can't really have these people on stage. They can't really have these people 
you know, in a in a setting, they can't have big teams of of development teams uh, sitting in their offices and, and celebrating all together. So it has to be this big montage video wall, Zoom call looking thing of uh, of people with their their selfie cams or whatever. So uh, that was the only thing that stood out to me. Otherwise, this was very professional Nintendo dress direct esque. Uh, it was yeah, I thought it was well done overall. Yeah, we'll, very, we'll get very into cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's kind of neat. Launched, um, it was um, live streaming 1080p. So a lot of folks, if you do want to see it, I guess I would say that resolution, you'll expect to see it as you play your console in mm-hmm. the future. Uh, on YouTube, there are 4K drops. So okay. check it out there. It's all re-recorded. They're, they're actually split up into all the trailers. So you mm. don't have to watch the whole thing through, but if you can, if you want, but you can watch And that's what I was doing on my TV. My TV has YouTube built in, um, mm-hmm. 4K was playing it. So it looked pretty on a 65 inch TV. So do that folks before you say everything looked bad. Well, I'm like 1080p streaming, you're going to have drops and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's just not ideal. But yeah, so um, this was probably one of the leanest presentations I've ever seen Sony do. Um, essentially very little fat out there. People spoke very limited. It was just rapid fire games. The focus was mm-hmm. on PS5 exclusives games that will only be coming to the platform. Although with some caveats, there are some games that will be coming cross gen cross play between PS4 as well from what I saw. So, mm-hmm. but all of the PlayStation exclusives will be PS5 only um so you know i i really thought it was interesting so we're just gonna go th- um we'll talk about the hardware first so yep. that was the thing nobody knew if we were gonna actually get to see that we knew we were gonna get games that were gonna be on playstation 5 with gameplay but mark uh what is your reaction to the uh the system i thought it was a pretty ballsy reveal uh literally they um they started with just a bunch of balls like swishing around. So you like, and they had these weird little um, transitions, whether it was balls or shapes or this or that through the whole presentation. But this one went on a little longer and I started to think like, Oh no, no, we're, we're going to see the console. And uh, judging by the balls, I guessed while it was leading up in those couple of seconds, I, I, I started to guess uh, this is probably going to be um, very smooth. Uh, I'm guessing it's going to be some, you know, rounded edges and that sort of thing and ended up being right. Uh, I think the console itself looks pretty good. Kind of reminds me of an Xbox 360 Mm -hmm. taking its clothes off. The Uh, inhale, the inhale version. Yeah. Hourglass. It's it's got that little hourglass shape, same Mm -hmm. as the 360, but um, like I said, it's taking its clothes off. So it's, it's kind of peeling back the layers and you see that, uh, that black inside there getting very sexy. I was going to say maybe like Superman, Mark. I don't know. You go sexy. I'll go Superman. It's, it's hard not to go sexy when I'm looking at you, Todd. Well, you know, I, I try to hold back. <laughs> I'm wearing my, I, Oh, by the way, I'm wearing my Dadalorian shirt. I don't know if you nice. Know. That's yeah, awesome. I've got it for me. So delayed, uh, delayed birthday present, but fantastic. Uh, but anyways, um, uh, yeah, <laughs> anyway, back to, but, uh, back to the console. Uh, I think it looks, it looks uh, futuristic. It looks like a, a router, um, but and and you know router designs are, are starting to look a little less boxy and more um, sleek and and cool looking. I, I think it's a it's a good design. I mean, you can't really complain. Um, you know, do you want the uh, the Wi-Fi router or do you want the mini fridge? What uh, console are you going to go with? So I, you know, yeah. it's uh, it's fine. I, I think it's it's good looking. 
Yeah. Um, I, the, uh, the, I was going to say, I was confused if it could lay sideways at first. Now I have seen pictures now, but like during the presentation, it, it just it, like, because of it, it's so angular and there, there doesn't seem to be any foot pads or anything on it. I'm wondering one, uh, is it optimized to lay on its side? And two, uh, is that going to hurt airflow? with no foot pads or should you buy foot pads or that kind of thing? I'm, I'm wondering what the third party market's going to be like for that. Um, and this is a tall sucker. Have you seen the comparisons? Yep. I did. I did. And, uh, you know, the, the, even the series X is mm -hmm. too tall to stand in my, um, basically my media area where my TV yeah, is. Yeah. Me too. Because I've only got like nine inches between the shelf. Mm -hmm. And I think that the, the series X is, whatever height but even if i try to cram it in there i don't think it would fit and if i did try to cram it in there dip it there'd be no airflow it'd be like yeah you're yeah. squeezed in there my, so yeah uh, the series x is gonna be sideways this is gonna have to be sideways for me yeah. um i haven't had a console that's fit like horizontally in years <laughs> mine my, my so mine or, is or vertically, sorry. almost exactly the height of a wii with a gamecube wavebird um uh, receiver plugged into the gamecube port at the top of the uh, week <laughs> that's what can fit in my entertainment system wow. there's like a, a wow. tiny tiny little air gap in the top of it but that's it's i know that because it's sitting in my entertainment system right now i could fit the the wii u as well um that in, in that orientation but any any taller than that yeah I'm, I'm the same with you so i'm wondering for these consoles uh, will I have to look at some sort of stand? Um, will I maybe move my TV forward and stick the console in behind it? Because mostly I'm kind of all digital. I very rarely touch mm -hmm. my Xbox uh, One X right now. Yeah. Um, same with my Switch, unless I'm taking it out of the dock. I turn it on using a controller. I turn it off using a c controller. It's very seldom that I actually go physically touch a system. So, um, so that being said, what are your thoughts well, I, I thought it was really unique because this is the first system to launch with uh, essentially going all digital. Because mm -hmm. um, Xbox did it with the sad edition. We saw mm -hmm. that. PlayStation is getting this. You get the fat bottom girl version, which is, <laughs> which is the disk drive. It just stands out there. But the, uh, the discless version looks more symmetrical, looks prettier, mm -hmm. I would say. And it's really tempting me to go all digital this gen. I don't mm -hmm. have a lot of PlayStation uh, 4 physical games anymore. Um, and, uh, you know, at this point, um, I don't think I'm going to. I mean, unless, I mean, unless I stick with Gamefly and I need discs. So I'm going to have to see where it goes. But that was that was a surprise. I It is it is does look like, um, somebody mentioned it looked like the uh, Avengers suits from Endgame. Oh, yeah. To yeah. a certain extent. Um, <laughs> it's definitely uh, striking. A lot of people say it's mm -hmm. the ugliest console they've ever seen. And then I, at one point, I'm like, oh, by the way, have you seen these? And I showed some right. old stuff in the past that were ugly as well. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if anybody really liked the GameCube when it first came out. I think people came to love it in this little adorable mm -hmm. lunchbox uh, fashion. I was just uh, going to say, there's there's no consoles right now that include a handle. So anyone that wants to talk smack about a GameCube, come at me, bro. Yeah, handles portable gaming it was really at. portable console gaming yeah i stick a handle on the uh the series x you probably could like a little yeah. lunchbox uh exactly. yeah i mean so overall i i no one ever thinks about the this how the system looks when you're playing the game because you're looking <laughs> at the tv so i think if people are going to judge the success on how it looks i don't think a console has ever failed except maybe the original xbox 
looked like uh, was big too. I, mean, I want to see how big the original mm-hmm. Xbox is for this because that was considered a behemoth, and they said, "Well, Japan never wants a big system." So if Japan doesn't like big systems, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this this could. It looks like it's towering over the Series X. Uh, Series X obviously is is mm-hmm. boxier, yeah. um, but looks from the comparison I saw. Uh, and they stood all the consoles on their side. The uh, if you're wondering how big the Series X is, uh, turn an Xbox One X on its side. That's basically it. So, um, so that to me was very like, oh, I know exactly the size of the Xbox Series X. Um, and the PlayStation Five being even taller than that is, yeah, definitely daunting. If if you have a small space or you're trying to, you know, figure out again proper airflow make sure these things have lots of room we don't want uh whatever the playstation 5 equivalent of red ring of death is so um yeah it's, it's going to be one of those things to take into consideration for the sure but uh, yeah overall i agree i think that the system's not the ugliest thing i've ever seen it's um you know it's 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 fine yeah, um, we didn't. I mean, they showed the Dual Sense again. Didn't see the. We've never seen the underside of the Dual Sense, so I'm like, it's not mm-hmm. like a one more thing. They're gonna eventually come out with just a little bit more excitement. <laughs> but at this point, no. But they did show more accessories, a new mm-hmm. headset which looks really cool, the Pulse, mm-hmm. uh, a charging dock, um, and then a new camera which apparently has two dual HD cameras in it, and then mm-hmm. uh, a charging dock for two dual sense controllers because mm-hmm. um, the battery. It, this one has an internal battery versus the um, Xbox Series X standard controller will still have replaceable batteries. Yeah. So that's it for the hardware. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, th- now they did show a vertical stand um, mm-hmm. for the system, which I don't know why the the regular one would need a vertical stand, but uh, the the fat bottom one because it's got it's heavier at the bottom. But um, I've heard that to go sideways, uh, it may need a like a little thing to to make it uh, level. Yeah, that's that's what I was confused about. It it looks yeah. it looks. Just weird. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Like, would, would part of it? Yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to be level. It looks strange. So I, I'm very curious to see what the the solution is for that because I think a lot of people are going to be in our situation where yeah, this is just not going to fit somewhere that's easy. Like I, I, I don't know. It's it's. Um, I think it's going to cause a lot of people to rethink how their entertainment systems are set up and uh, and and look at the orientations of things. Uh, you, you mentioned the headphones. I want to ask your opinion on this. I asked my brother yesterday and he, he didn't really give me a a solid answer. Uh, So I'll put you on the spot. 3d audio. They're pushing that. They're really making it a thing. I'm guessing these, these, these headphones are going to be rather expensive. Um, I love my PlayStation golds right up until they died and they Mm -hmm. just literally will not charge anymore. I think I have to get a replacement battery. They're they're just completely dead. I can plug them in. They'll turn on for a second. As soon as I unplug them, gone um but until that that moment where they died i loved my my sony golds um what is your thought on on 3d audio they they even said if you can watch this presentation with headphones on that's the way to do it so they're really pushing audio do you think that's going to be a differentiate differentiator for most people or do you think people will say i'm going to buy whatever headset or use whatever headset i currently have 3D audio is maybe not as bad, but kind of the new TV 
for Xbox One, right? Where it's like, you know, they keep pushing it, keep pushing it, keep pushing it, but it's kind of just a flash in the pan. And um, some people, yeah, sure, will spend the the few hundred dollars on a 3D headphones. But uh, do you think most people will, will kind of catch on and really think of that as a, a feature that should be marketed? Um, I, I'd say yes, because with gaming, gaming's already immersive. You're in there. Mm-hmm. And audio is kind of that last bastion where I think it's even if it has impressive audio design and engineering, if you're playing it on a TV, potentially just with stereo speakers, you've got no positional idea where except something's left or right. And a lot of people have said when I'm wearing headphones, it improves my ability to track and do different things. Mm -hmm. And just like in a theater when you've got Atmos and things like that all around you. It's just one step more in the immersive, uh, I guess, layers that they want to build. So I think it's cool. Now, I, 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 what I'm hoping is, even with a standard set of headphones, if you plug it in your controller, you'll still get something. You'll still get mm-hmm. something that's cool versus right. requiring you to get a ridiculously expensive set of headphones. You know, the 100 to $300 amount. A lot of them do virtual surround sound mm-hmm. um, through USB. So I'm not sure, but I, I think it could be really cool because I found <laughs> – I, what I'm, I, what I found, a lot more gamers are going headsets only, anyways. Yeah. So if you can just, like I said, if you get a, a even just a little bit better, um, 3D audio or something that maybe it's pseudo 3D audio if you use non 3D, and you get that, I think that's pretty cool. I think right. it's one of those things. Unless you see it, unless you listen to it and experiencing mm-hmm. it, it's just like probably like VR. People won't know, and they're like, ah, it doesn't right. matter to me. It's just sound. But yeah, I think it's cool. I like it. Um, with with gaming at this point, there's just only so much more you can do from a visual standpoint. Mm-hmm. So where else can they go? They can go and then feedback. They've already gone. I think they're going as far as they can with feedback. Now it's audio, I guess. So yeah. I'm, I'm down with it. Okay, cool. Yeah, and, and I yeah, not to speak uh, ill about 3D audio. I think uh, like VR, I, I, I kind of agree with you there. Like VR, the tech is very cool. But I'm wondering how they'll sell it to people, uh, especially with more expensive headsets. I am hoping that they have some sort of fake 3D audio or something like that, that it can kind of give your, you know, the, the, the headphones I'm wearing right now to record are the headphones that I use on my Xbox. They're not super expensive. Uh, they're not super fancy. Um, but when I'm playing Fortnite, especially or something like that, where you need to hear the person who's sneaking up behind you or, you know, someone's above you or whatever, they can kind of fake that 3D audio. I do know where people are and it definitely helps. So I think it's important. I'm just wondering how they're going to sell it. Uh, and if, like you said, hopefully other headsets will be able to fake it. And then if you get that taste of it and want the next step, maybe that's how they sell it, right? They say, you think this is good. Check out the real deal. Yeah, and if, it's, if it's, and if they can license the technology, if it's in the box itself or in the controller that outputs it, and mm-hmm. the headphones are, you know, basically they license the technology, whatever, whatever is needed, if it's needed for the headset, and mm-hmm. it can get um, third-party options available as well that are affordable. Maybe Astro will option it in their ne- next-gen headsets or something like that. Um, but yeah, I think it's cool. And you know what? Headset manufacturers want to sell new things. They don't want oh, yeah. you. Buy, they don't want you owning the same set. They want to say this has this this feature and this feature. Um, wired or wireless. Um, I've never used. I rarely use my Gold's wireless for some reason. Mm-hmm. I just plug them in. Um, so not sure why. I mean, I probably should because it does have cool stuff going on. But oh well. Right. Um, yeah. So that's the hardware. Um, we did not get a price. We did not get a launch date. We just know holiday twenty twenty. So more to come. 
they want us to continue to be excited for more news, just like Xbox will. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to be a uh, dogfight at this point. Um, or I guess, uh, what is it, uh, playing chicken to see who goes first? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But um, the real purpose of this was, and, and, and everybody pretty much got out of the way, except maybe a few devs to talk about their games, but it was all about the games. So, Mark, mm-hmm. let's do onesie twosie. So I've got the list up. Um, it's the Eurogamer list, if you want to go to that. Okay. And then we'll just go through these games very quickly, and then we'll come back and say what our highlights were. Sounds good. So I will kick it off. They they came strong. Um, the first thing they showed, well, <laughs> first thing they showed was GTA V, but I will talk about that later, uh, was Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, mm-hmm. This is going to be a, from what I understand, it's going to be an expansion, not a sequel. That is absolutely PS5. correct. Yep. They've confirmed that today. Um, and they've confirmed that with something that, that kind of bugged me, hit me the wrong way, uh, which is, it sounds from some of the wording I've read, it sounds like this is going to be an expansion that's part of a remaster. So Sony is already, if, if the, the, the rumors are true and if what I've read is true, uh, it seems like, and and again, the wording is vague, so who knows, maybe tomorrow this will come out and it'll say, no, no, there's, there's kind of, if you already own PlayStation four, Spider-Man, it it's going to work on PlayStation five or something. There's a standalone expansion or whatever, but uh, some of the wording made it sound like this is a remaster. You are going to be buying Spider-Man again for PlayStation five. So it's very instantly stark contrast to everything Xbox is doing. And they finish the show with wording that makes me believe that that's true. So we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, mm. But yes, uh, I, I was excited about this Maz Morales Spider-Man. So now uh, I would say if now I will take a different approach. But what they what they say is now you can go back into the game. Oh no, I'm I'm gonna change that. I will just hold off on that because I don't know yet. I haven't been able to react to that. So let's okay. go on. Yeah, so we'll go on. Uh, so the next in the list, uh, Gran Turismo 7 looks uh, looks pretty great. Um, supports haptic feedback, uh, 3D audio. This is going to be their technological showcase, I feel, uh, for all of the fun features. Uh, racing games, especially for those haptic triggers, you're going to get you know the the feeling of of speed uh, in those triggers and you know locking a brake or maybe you know some shaking when you're you're pressing that brake down or something like that. I think this is going to be pretty cool. Yeah, driving games are pretty. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just not for me. I suck at anything that isn't no brakes racing. That's what I require. Yes, yeah, no, I'm pretty pretty much the same. Yeah, um, and this was kind of out of order, but Horizon Forbidden West. They got rid of Zero Dawn, apparently was the name of the first game. Mm-hmm. Horizon is the actual name of the series. Forbidden yep. West is there. Looks beautiful. Um, you know, the last one came out in 2017. So they've had plenty of time to make this game look beautiful. That was one of the most beautiful games on PlayStation. The fact that it's coming out now with all the extra bells and whistles, that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, another pretty awesome game and very pretty game, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I'm going to talk about this a little bit later in uh, stuff that I love, so uh, we'll we'll come back to it. But looks awesome. Yes, 
Uh, Demon Souls. This is going to be a remake of the PS3 game. Blue Point has done most of their remasters. I believe they did the Shadow of Colossus remaster. Um, mm-hmm. But this is, or actually, they call it a remake because basically they're building it from the ground up. Uh, apparently, if people have looked back at uh, Demon Souls from the past and saw videos of it, it's kind of aged poorly, is the best mm-hmm. way to put it. Um, and so, yeah, this is great. People are going to be so excited that, you know, Bloodborne has a rabid following and the fact that you're getting this game that a lot of people probably never played, mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be pretty exciting for those folks. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it lo- looks, looks great. Um, and th- that's the one Shuhei Yoshida introduced, isn't it? Is yes. it not? Yes. Uh, he said he was very I, I excited. Would... I'm like, what game is he going to be excited yeah. for? Yeah. This when one, he said really. that, I was yeah. like, okay. I'd, I'd pretty much take a bullet for that, man. He's delightful. So uh, any, anything he's introducing, I'm interested in. Uh, next up, Project Athea. Athea? I'm guessing Athea. Oh. Uh, that's Square Enix uh, and Luminous Productions. Um, TBI and Final Fantasy 15, I want to say. 15. Um, designed exclusively for PS5. So it doesn't sound like that's going to be possibly coming anywhere else. Uh, maybe this one I've heard this one was written actually by Gary Witta, who mm-hmm. was did the screenplay for Rogue One, uh, Book of Eli, and he also does the Animal Crossing talk show. Interesting. Okay. Yes. Cool. Returnal. This is from Housemark. This is the first game for Housemark that is not like a twin stick shooter. Right. It looks very interesting. They're not a first person studio, but they pretty much have always made PlayStation games. Mm-hmm. So this one looks really interesting. I don't know much about it, but uh, yeah. Uh, it's uh, once again another exclusive. I'll leave that for later. Uh, Sackboy, a big adventure is up next. Uh, Little Big Planet 3 uh, studio, Sumo Digital. It's a 3D platformer. So I'm kind of wondering how this is going to be received. Um, Little Big Planet has always been about that creativity and about making it your own and making these crazy wild designs and intricate uh, machinery and all that kind of stuff. And I'm wondering if it's going to be a Minecraft dungeon where it's it's great, it's delightful, but at the same time, it's there's no mining, there's no crafting. So how's it Minecraft? Uh, Minecraft. I'm wondering if this is uh, the same kind of thing. Will it lose a little bit of that luster, or is Sackboy and his big adventure uh, enough to make this interesting? We'll see. My hope, only hope for this game is it actually feels like a real game versus I little big planet felt like it was more of an experiment. The controls were never great. It was never the best platformer. So I'm yeah. hoping here to say people like Sackboy and this right. could be a really good platformer with great controls and things like that. So yeah, I, I yeah, but once again, it, this is a, the, uh, what I liked about PlayStation and, and no, actually I'll go at the end and talk about that. I will talk about a recap and our scores and we'll talk about that. So before I jump ahead, Sorry, guys. I got a little excited there. Uh, then Astro's <laughs> Playroom. Um, Playroom was on the PlayStation 4. It was basically giving – it was uh, kind of like a little demo of games that you could do to show you how the uh, PlayStation camera worked. It, mm-hmm. it basically worked with the, the DualShock 4 with the camera and using different things. This is exactly what this is. So this is actually going to come with the PlayStation mm-hmm. 5. So a pack and experience showing all the uh, things you can do with the DualSense controller and all the different things in the PlayStation 5. Right. And that's Astrobot is uh that PSVR Astrobot, right? That's uh Yes, I didn't real yeah. I didn't I didn't get the two together that they're actually linked. But yes, this yeah. is same character from Astrobot. Yep. Yeah. He is delightfully cute. So that's uh yes. e- even as a little tech demo pack in, I think that's a great way to do it. Um yeah. 
Yeah, super cute. Uh, Destruction All-Stars. Uh, what if you did Rocket League without the ball? We'll find out. Um, sure. <laughs> I was so confused by this one, Mark. I'm like, is it, are the people really supposed to be outside of those cars? Are they supposed to yeah. get, be in stealing yeah, cars? It's, it's, uh, it's a weird looking kind of thing, but it kind of had me interested. So we'll, we'll yeah, see how that Yeah, it's like Destruction Derby too, because I mean, we're seeing cars shaved in half and I'm like, that mm-hmm. looks pretty cool. So PlayStation yep. has lacked something like that since their, the old days of Destruction Derby and uh, what was the other, um, uh, Twisted Metal. Twisted, so, yeah, yeah, but this is happier, big twisted and, and metal funky kind of thing, yeah. and, and weird yeah. and great. Yes, uh, Godfall. This is a game. This was actually the first PS5 game shown uh, back at the Game Awards. Uh, mm-hmm. But this one is, I, I'd say, it's Souls-like, kind of maybe, mm-hmm. where it's melee and and difficult combat. But it's definitely a melee fighter. Uh, yeah. Looked pretty. I don't know much about it though. I guess it's kind, of, the, game. kind kind of reminded me of. Um, like Darksiders looking yeah. kind of thing, maybe sure. more than the, the, the Souls combat. games. Stylish, very uh, with with some Destiny influence where they said, you know, lots of crazy cool weapons and stuff um, that you can collect. So uh, I was confused with the trailer because it was like very like edgy hip hop kind of yeah. soundtrack, but like like. I don't know, high fantasy setting kind of thing. And it was like, it kind of seemed like it was a little all over the place versus the first trailer that we saw. Um, uh, so I'm wondering what the, the overall marketing feel is for this game or what they're trying for here. Um, but yet yeah, it looks neat. Um, I think it's going to be that, that to me feels like a double a game, kind of like the dark siders games. Like they're never fantastic, but they're always good. So yeah. that, that, that instantly strikes me as that it's, it's a launch game. Yeah, this is the first game that is going to be um, debuting first on PS5, but then we'll go to other consoles as yeah. well. Um, then we get into um, so those are basically the big, um, you know, exclusives um, from first party or um, that don't develop for other systems. Um, the uh, These other games are going to be by third parties, and the, the where they will be exclusive to will have to be explained a little bit. But mm-hmm. one of the biggest things that just blew me away, and I, I must have been the only one that wasn't aware that they were doing this, um, Resident Evil Village, where it showed the village first, and then when they brought mm-hmm. together the, the V-I-L turned, or L turned into 8, yeah. Uh, wow. This feels like a res. This feels like Resident Evil Four, like the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was that was a badass reveal trailer for sure. Wow. Uh, Pragmata. Pragmata. Um, weird trailer. Looks very Death Stranding esque uh, as far as like how weird it looks. Um, a new game coming from Capcom. So, uh, yeah, we'll see more on that. They didn't really give a lot away in that trailer. That could have been a Kojima game, to tell you the truth. It really could have been. That's what I meant by like Death Stranding. That weird cat. It looked so weird. Yeah, the, the cat, cat, the girl, <laughs> the uh, spaceman the dude ball with thing the he used gadgets to get up. and yeah, the, yeah. Uh, he's like Batman plus the Green Lantern in space or some shit. I don't, it was weird. Very weird. Yeah, I'm yeah. into it though. Uh, I think that one's multi-platform. Yeah. Uh, Death Loop. Uh, we've saw a, a trailer for this a long time ago, but the new trailer. Wow, I was mm-hmm. this is so cool. It's basically, um, what's that? What's that movie? Um, uh, kill, die, repeat. Tom Cruise yep. movie. 
Something like that. Well, they yeah. had a different Liz, name, Edge of Tomorrow or something. Yes, yeah. Yeah, but same thing. We're basically, you're an assassin, you're trying to go through this level, you die, you repeat it, but then you have another assassin who's trying to kill you. It looks, that just the, the stylish action in this looks pretty awesome. Apparently, it is coming to PS5 as, uh, apparently as an exclusive. I've read it different ways, mm-hmm. but PC, PS5 first, then coming to P- PC, but I believe it's exclusive as a console game. Okay. Yeah, timed exclusive. So maybe you might see that hit Xbox uh, eventually. Who knows? Yeah, but it's uh, so yeah, weird. The, the timed exclusive naming. is always such a weird little mis- yep. uh, you know, uh, yeah, thing. It's 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 strange. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, this was shown off at E3 2019, Bethesda's uh, conference. There, um, they didn't show any gameplay though. I think when they had this, the trailer almost more like a cinematic. So. Yeah. 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 Uh, so looks, you know, looks cool. Uh, again, this is one of those PC and console exclusive on PS five. So sounds like this one's more console exclusive, not timed exclusive. So those two wordings make me think Ghostwire Tokyo is only on PlayStation five or PC. Yeah. the, The buzzword I would say that I would come up with, it's a first person Kung Fu supernatural mm-hmm. game because the moves you were doing with your hand looked like something from a, a, a like an, a martial arts film yeah yeah it was pretty badass wow this next game just made me laugh when i saw mm-hmm. the trailer for it. little devil inside this game is yep. actually coming to ps4 as well um it'll all be on ps5 but uh, essentially it's an open semi-open world game where it looks like you are essentially a, a, a a creature hunter and you bring back your gear to your boss and your boss lives a privileged life. And I love the toilet humor. I was just going to say, and the, the only trailer I believe that included someone having a little poop, uh, (laughs) NBA 2k 21, or as I like to call it, sweat simulator 2k. Uh, this is, uh, I mean, you know, the graphics looked intense and uh, amazing. We saw an epic dunk, um, but and and lots of sweat. So NBA fans. Why wasn't get there ready any gameplay? Why wasn't sweat? there any gameplay? That was dumb. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was like what? Show us what the game looks like. Guys. I know, right? It's basketball. Like it was just it's basketball. Just like, Show us some gameplay. They focus so much on the sweatiness. It was like yeah, I don't care. Like, no. does anyone really play basketball games right now and be like, man, this is a great game? You see that dunk? Yeah, but like, I could use more sweat. Exactly. I wish these players were Where's moist. The sweat? Yeah. Like, yeah, I want some moist basketball players. Uh, yeah, just that's that's exactly what I was thinking when uh, when I was, um, you know, playing NBA Jam back in the day. I was like, boom, shakalaka. But this yes, could use a little please. moisteness. Yes, please. We, uh, uh, we just yeah. lost like 15 subscribers because yes. I said moist so many times. Uh, so I'll stop. Move on. Yes. <laughs> we're we're going to heat up this place and get rid of the, the moisture. Uh, Solar Ash, this is essentially a kind of in the same universe as Hyperlight Drifter. Look cool. And it's going to be on uh, other platforms as well, from what I yep. understand. Looks great. Uh, bug Snacks. So weird. So weird. Um, so weird. Octodad developer, Young Horses. As soon as I say Octodad, you know how weird this is going to be. It's an island where the inhabitants are half bugs, half snacks. And it looks like and you when become you eat, the snacks when, when you, you eat, eat the bugs. Yeah, you become the snacks. Uh, apparently the bugs can join together and turn into like a weird snack monster. Yeah, why not? Um, 
Man, yeah. Uh, this is going to PS4, PS5, and PC. I'm imagining this is one of those things that we will see on other platforms as well. Yeah, very, very cool. Uh, this game uh, really surprised me. First time I'd ever heard of it. Uh, developed by two brothers uh, from Ember Lab. Uh, Kina, Bridge of Spirits. It just looks like a beautiful, like... I don't even know what to compare it to. It's just like an action platformer mm-hmm. um, exploring. And sh- this this girl has these special abilities and has all these little creatures that come with her. But it looks that, cool. It looks amazing. It looks amazing. Yeah. That's uh, I'll get to that later. Uh, Goodbye Volcano High. Uh, dinosaur High School. Um, emo. Dinosaur kind of emo. Yeah, it With weird hair. Yep. Uh, if that's your thing, cool. This trailer didn't do a ton for me. No but, gameplay, uh, unless it's like a uh, adventure game where you're just going in and getting emo and talking to your friends. <laughs> yeah, possibly. So let's uh, yeah, we'll leave, move on from that one, I guess. Yeah, Oddworld, Soulstorm. I somebody mentioned this looked like a Lemmings game once again. Mm-hmm. I think that's always been part of of Oddworld, and uh, there's Oddworld. I, I guess somebody likes the games because they keep making them, but mm-hmm. I saw nothing in this that looked really interesting but yeah you're you're one of these moticons that has to uh free his people yep there you go yep uh stray uh, again no real gameplay i think just a trailer with some uh i don't know apocalyptic post-apocalyptic technological looking um city thing and then a cat with a backpack so there you go cat simulator it's a uh, it's a, a cat uh, driven adventure game why not? Who doesn't uh, cats? Then you get Jet the Far Shore uh, coming to PS4, PS5 from the Super Brothers team, which do you ever play Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery on, on yep. your iPhone? Same yep. team as that. They're teaming up with Pine Scented. Nice mm-hmm. name. Um, and it's apparently you're leaving the Earth and you are exploring in a jet. So that's you're going to be doing all your movement through a jet and exploring that way. So kind of reminded me of... Uh, uh, no man's sky but less about yeah um, less exploration more jet yeah yeah um yeah that's fine uh very cool trailer hitman 3 uh if you're a fan of the hitman series this looks like it's going to be more of the same but uh, a little bit you know more story driven maybe um yeah looks looks good uh they said it's his most intimate and professional contract so whatever that means uh it's the conclusion of the world of assassination trilogy so uh that's coming to everything that's going ps4 ps5 xbox one series x and pc in 2021 so yeah i think that wraps it up for the majority of the games we saw the rest is uh, the rest of this list is for games that are coming but Mm -hmm. weren't shown at the show unless we missed some i can look at the other list really quick um, i don't think so i'm I'm scrolling down through this list uh if we miss something i don't think it's going to be standout stuff Uh, we will like you said talk about gta um but the rest of the stuff yeah it doesn't look like there's anything that we really missed All right, folks. Well, there you go. And we've been hearing more and more about what games will be coming to next gen. We hear Destiny is going to be coming, if you own it on PS4, Mm -hmm. it'll be coming to PS5, Xbox Series X with 4K, you know, 60 frames per second. So we are going to hear more and more about how games evolve and get onto those systems. Mm -hmm. But we'll talk about that later. But yeah, so Mark, we went through the list. Um, What would you say um, were your highlights? 
A few highlights for me. Let's uh, might, might as well go through our whole lists and, and kind of compare and contrast rather than do one, 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 one. Uh, I have a few. So Spider-Man, Miles Morales. I was much more excited when I thought this was a full sequel. Now that I know it's a shorter uh, standalone experience and I'm uh, very confused about, you know, is this a remaster? Uh, will I have to buy it again? Is it coming to PS4? Is it, you know, standalone? Whatever it is. Uh, there's some questions, but I still think it looks badass, and I love Miles Morales as a character, so I'm still hyped for that one, but a little less today than I was last night when I was watching and making this list. Um, Ratchet and Clank is one of the first things that I've seen that truly looks next-gen. Those portal rifts where they were just jumping through and going from place to place and, and the thing, thing with a no-loading time kind of thing uh, – super fast transitions. I thought that was awesome. And it's a, a great series anyway. So I thought that was really cool. Uh, Kina, we've been saying this since GameCube and that generation of, Oh man, it looks like toy story. It looks like dreamworks. It looks like Pixar. This one legitimately did. And I was excited for it. Uh, it looks delightful. It looks like a dreamworks movie that you get to play through. And, uh, it, it looks really, really neat. Um, like you said, it's uh, kind of this fantasy setting. You get cute little animals following you around. And uh, just everything about this trailer I really thought was cool. Uh, Horizon 2 looks badass as hell. Absolutely beautiful. That trailer got me super hyped. And finally, the Resident Evil 8 surprise reveal. You were not alone in that one. When they did the the V-I-I-I, I was like, oh, man, here we go. Let's let's do it. And, you know, uh, was it Chris uh, coming in at the end or something? Um, that was actually, if you want a timeline, mm -hmm. uh, that was right around when Finn started to get a little fussy. And I ah. paused it and took him upstairs. So he was kind of fussing through that trailer. So I need to go back and watch that one again today. Yeah. But just the quickness. Uh, of that, I was like, oh man, yeah, this is this is looking really cool. And yeah, super like Resident Evil 4 kind of vibes from it. So I was I was pumped about that. So there I'll leave it to those five things for now. What about you? Wow, we're we're gonna have a lot of repeats. So I will okay. say I echo every game you mentioned. Um right. the only thing I want to say about the Miles Morales thing, I'm hoping what they do with that, it's more like the Uncharted Lost Legacy. Which was a standalone right. game and yeah. was a complete game. It mm -hmm. just was not, and it was like sold at forty dollars. So I'm hoping maybe that's more of this. Okay. Because yeah, I, I I think they don't want to piss off a lot of people. So rebuying Spider Man unless it's like it's free, anyways. Right. Uh, right. But still, you if you own PS4 Spider Man, I'm hoping. And they said their their top games will be coming anyways. Yeah. So yeah. So maybe it's a scenario if you you know, whatever. Enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. But, we'll see. um, yeah, I mean, every game you mentioned were highlights to me, but one of the ones I just want to point out, Project Athea, when I saw that, I'm like, what the hell mm -hmm. is this? And that's, those are the type of experiences I want. I don't know what this thing is, but it looks ridiculously awesome, and I am down. And when I heard Gary Witta's writing it, I'm like, I love story. He knows how to write great stories. I'm like, yes, please. I mean, and essentially this looked like a bunch of, like, uh, dragons and other mythical creatures, but they look like they're almost like decomposing or they had like some weird mm -hmm. energy effect coming off them. So I don't really know what that means, but maybe there's like a something hurting the environment. But yeah, I mean, that game really stood out to me. Um, let's see. Um, another game that stood out to me that I, I just like, I don't know what to expect, um, but Deathloop, it's not, mm. it's not I mean, 
it's just that gameplay. Just anytime a, a, a console transition happens, I want to see things I haven't seen before. I want to see movement. I want to see action that just wasn't possible or people weren't able to do it in a way that made sense. This game looks just so cool. I like the aesthetic. It's definitely a different world, and it's by the team who made um, Dishonored. So you can yeah. see a little bit of that Dishonored like, uh, beaming across. That looks very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tokyo Ghostwire. I don't know why, but seeing that <laughs> kung fu combat and doing those martial arts, it kind of reminded me of Big Trouble in Little China mm. for some reason. But right. I just okay. love that supernatural with martial arts. Yep. And it's going to look beautiful. But yeah, I can't wait for that game as well. And then uh, lastly, Little Devil Inside. The All right. humor of that game just made me smile. And just when the the way that that's one of the best trailers I've seen in a long mm-hmm. time, the way it cut and did the things it did. I like the fact I like the combat that it's going to use. It looks like mm-hmm. it's very fun because the first time I thought, is this just going to be like more of an adventure game? But no, nope, but there's action, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. It almost looks like Monster Hunter Jr. <laughs> Monster Hunter plus Moonlighter. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, I, I cool. I'm really that. So that would probably be my top three games that we haven't already mentioned because, awesome. uh, yeah, it was a really interesting mix of games. I mean, there yeah. was some things for everybody, which you don't always get. And I think it's been a problem with Sony in the past that they've been too dark or too gritty. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Xbox kind of got nailed with that in their last event, that everything seemed yeah. dark and post-apocalyptic. And where's yeah. the color? Where's the beauty? So I'm glad we're seeing that. So, yeah, those are those are my uh, top picks as well. So, right. Mark, we, we mentioned – first I said there won't be any knack comments, but then I <laughs> – come and said okay we're gonna say the thing we felt stumbled the most or thing yep. that was most disappointing would get would be the knack moment so what was your yep. knack moment uh i think you're gonna hate me for this because you kind of got hyped about this game but returnal did nothing for me uh i thought the name kind of didn't Dumb do name. anything for me um it the i don't know the trailer there was something about it that that there were so many things before it and after it that screamed next gen that screamed um, just something that the gameplay uh, nothing about this screamed like it had to be on PlayStation five to me. And I, I did find that with several of the games uh, we mentioned, you know, some of the odd world and stuff like that. Um, there were a lot of games that not only seemed like they could run on PlayStation four, but some of the games seemed like they could probably run on switch um, so I think they, they're suffering from the same thing that the Xbox, uh, one did before. And that, that I think this generation is going to suffer from in general, uh, is when you're watching a 1080p stream and it's, again, it's a stream, so it could stutter. It could do this, it could do that. Um, it's, it's not that wow factor that is why is this a PlayStation five exclusive? Why do I have to buy a new five, $600 box to play this game that looks like it could run on my switch or something, right? Like it, it there were a few games that, that ran uh, into that problem for me, but uh, anyway, aside from that, it was, it was good. So they're not a huge knack moment, but those little things um, with the wording of like, we want to focus on all of these need to be on PlayStation five. It's like, well, shut up. Why? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. What about you? This is a hard transition um, because if this current generation didn't go to 4K, mm-hmm. I think it would be a bigger bigger leap than it is currently. But at yeah. this point, it's really going to just be the ray tracing and the frame rates and the fast load times, which quite honestly, nothing either console holder has shown 
has really said this is what it looks like without. I mean, I think we've seen the Minecraft at most with the ray tracing, yeah. but yeah. and then Sony showed, hey, here's what play, Sony uh, Spider Man looks like with low times, an event they still never never shown. So right. until they start showing these things to us, mm-hmm. nobody's gonna say that doesn't look. I mean, I think everybody's gonna say the game looks like that. I think we're gonna see a lot of games that will still look like this gen because you can only do so much with resolution, but it's those textures and low times and and all those things that they still need to do. But uh, yeah. for me. You know, I, I, the games that I saw, I thought were perfectly fine. It was the dumbass Grand Theft Auto thing. I'm like, <laughs> that was a horrible way to start the conference. I know they yeah. want people to feel like, yes, our games will be there. But it, to me, it had more questions. Um, they didn't answer the question, if I own GTA 5, do I have to buy it again on PlayStation 5? They said it's not launching until 2021. Mm-hmm. So. And so is that a scenario where GTA will not be doing any improvements or enhancing enhancements until 2021? Right. And you like for me, when you look at like PlayStation 2 or PlayStation, like whatever, you know, you, you got the place the, the GTA trilogy on there. So like San Andreas and all that kind of stuff, Vice City, whatever. Um and now we're kind of stuck the last three generations. If you look at a trilogy there, it's Grand Theft Auto 5 for PS3, Grand Theft Auto 5 for mm-hmm. PS4. And guess what? Grand Theft Auto 5 for PS5. It's like, I don't know. I, I kind of agree. That was a weird way to start it off. Like, cool, we're getting a PlayStation 3 game. Thanks. I don't know. Yeah. Weird way to start yeah. off a powerful showcase. I definitely agree with you there. Yeah, so that was just dumb. I just felt like it was just well out of place, yep. and it didn't need to be there. And it was um, – yeah, that could have just been a separate state of play announcement maybe in the yep. future. But I, I guess having the For biggest sure. game in the world with you on stage gives you some credence. So who knows? And it, but yes. it could have been a better moment on a stage. I think they could have oh, yeah. hyped it up on stage and and brought out a developer, brought out this or brought out that and say, we want you to keep going. We want this a bit, or a better explanation. Like you said, it was just kind of like, well, here's like a million in-game dollars or some shit like that. And it's, you know, and uh, here's a PlayStation 3 game that congratulations. I don't know. Yeah. That's, tell that's, us what will be, what will make Grand Theft Auto you know, better on PlayStation five or something. Yeah. Why, why am, again, why am I spending five or $600 or whatever this console costs to play a game that I've literally had for two freaking generations already? That's not a way to start off a, a powerhouse presentation in my, in my opinion, nope. for sure. Nope. Yeah. So oh. overall, yes, overall score. So on. Mark, you said you were going to dazzle me with a score, uh, system. Yes. Uh, so like we said, um, I think this is a good presentation overall. Uh, the, the finishing line of, we believe in generational transitions. Uh, I think that was kind of a misstep for me and kind of soured it. Like I've said, uh, yes, I want my games to take advantage of new hardware. Um, but we're not, we're going from like 4k to 4k in this generation. So show off some things like we we've said before, show off some things that convince me why I need to buy this. And I don't think Xbox or PlayStation have done a good job on this. I don't think either of them have, have really succeeded on, on this uh, messaging. Um, so I think Xbox's messaging with smart delivery is a little stronger at this point than possibly having to rebuy spider-man the weird stuff with gta uh but i still enjoyed this presentation uh 
Weirdly enough, because people won't know this story, they're going to be confused by this, but tune in Tuesday. Uh, I'm giving this four out of six contraband chicken nuggets. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> uh, yes. So um, four out of how many? What, I guess, six. Uh, it's a six-piece chicken six. nuggets. So you're yeah. using a six-piece chicken nugget. Okay. Very, yeah. very good. So I will give this. Feel this. free to use the chicken nuggets if you'd like. I'll use chicken nuggets as well, Mark. Why not? I'll say five out of six. Chicken okay. nuggets, um, because I think they 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 set the expectations as they were me- meant to be. Talking about the games, they threw in the hardware as a bonus. Um, mm-hmm. They limited the the typically the the Sony diarrhea of the mouth quite a bit, which was <laughs> and we focused on what was important. What I didn't like was what they didn't say, which is once again stance on backwards compatibility. Uh, ability to show the difference in what makes this hardware special, like you said. Mm. Uh, so I will say five out of six because what they did show, I keep getting mm. mad for what they didn't do. That's right. I, it's right. more of on me than expectation. So from what they show, yes. Um, and I'd say five out of six because I just, to your point, did not see anything really that said this could never be done on this hardware. Yeah. So. Although yeah, if it tried it on, maybe if it tried it on PS4 Pro, it might break it because it's wheezing and dying. <laughs> right. <laughs> that right. Maybe and I'm sure, the yeah, there's stuff going on in these games that is is faster load times and this and that. And it's going to be a PlayStation 5 uh, hardware advantage. But um, yeah, so far, and like I said, like Ratchet and Clank showed me that for the first time, I think was, it was something really spectacular that I was like, Ooh, I don't think new, I don't think current hardware could handle those really quick rifts like they were doing. Um, but yeah, overall, I think this was a good presentation. I think, uh, I could, I could see where it would land on five. Um, I think that the messaging for me, like I said, of that, like transitional hardware kind of thing, it sounds like PlayStation fans get ready to buy some remasters is what that screamed to me. And that's why I took away a chicken nugget. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, and, and what I'm hopeful for um, with Xbox, they are going to show in July, their mm-hmm. first party games. If they were smart and I don't know if they really want to do this, but they will show this is what the game looks like on Xbox one S this is what the game looks like on Xbox one X Mm-hmm. Or, or just do Xbox One X, whatever. This is why you want to buy it on Series X because Halo will be at 120 frames per second, whatever. That I, I think that, but I, I go a step beyond. Here's this game loading on Xbox. Yes. Here's here's from the home screen getting into a game. Show it loading on the Series S or the, the, the Xbox One S, the Xbox One X, and the Series X. Uh, and and basically time it at the same time when you start up that console or whatever, and here's how quick quick you can get in the game. It's running at 120 frames per second. It's doing this. It's doing this. It's doing this, and show those side by sides. If if Microsoft can do that, actually, I think whoever can do that first is is going to be in an advantage here because uh, so far, yeah, we haven't seen anyone do that at all. It's a big miss, and there's a lot of ways. Like we said, load times are easy to show. Mm-hmm. Ray tracing, if you do compare without, without, are, is easy to show. Yep. It's not a resolution trick or anything like that. Those two things, which are supposed to be the hallmark of this next generation, mm-hmm. no one has yet to do it. So you've heard us, guys. Please do it. You'll make us very happy. Exactly. So, Mark, uh, we are one step closer to next generation. We mm-hmm. still have more questions to be answered, but this is where it gets fun. 
So yep. it feels good. It feels like this is an E3 type event. The first one we really felt like that has been E3 equivalent. Which is funny because Sony said they're skipping E3 and they're kind of the ones to kick off this absolutely E3 feeling absolutely. time of, of year. So it's it's an exciting time and, and I can't wait for the summer to continue with the summer of games and all these fun announcements. The summer of Jeff Keighley continues. Yes. 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 <laughs> Oh, well, folks, uh, thank you for joining us. If you have thoughts, uh, there was some folks who did uh, post some things. We didn't get to incorporate them uh, in the show, but we'll talk about them on the next one. Uh, reactions about um, the event. I believe a couple of people thought there'd be a price, but there was not, obviously. So mm. there you go. But yeah, follow us on Twitter at TOXTRA, at the underscore Canardian, at Secret Friends U. We have a Facebook group and a page, Secret Friends Unite, and a hotline, 872-225-2496. Leave a message three minutes or less to give us your opinion, a review, or a hot take. And if you would like to uh, – if you do either of those along with an iTunes review with a screenshot, you potentially could win Round Guard on Xbox One. And I have a bunch of other Steam codes as well. Great game. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks, everyone. See you next time. And remember, it's always better to game together. station